everybody. Welcome to the Hidden Battles podcast, the Battlecast. I have no idea what episode this is, so we're just going to start titling them. Why don't we just title this uh, New Year, New Soundbite? Because I'm going to start, Chris is going to start it off with, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, we'll start off the normal way, but there is some cursing, there's some expletives, there's some swearing, whatever you want to call it, but this is probably the funniest thing I've heard, and this is fresh. Chris, tell them a little uh, about it. So... I was uh, just so happened to scroll through Facebook as we're getting ready here, and I found a news article from uh, Hyannis News, and it's out of... Let's hit our numbers. Just tell them when did it happen. Well, today is what? Today is January 31st of 2020. And when did that happen? Uh, January 31st of 2020. And it is now, right now, it's 12.05 p.m., and this happened... Uh, In the wee hours of this morning. See, I say it all the time. We're, we we hit this stuff first, but we don't have the followers that other people have, and we'll go back to that, too. We'll talk about our first, but however, so let's start it off right now. This podcast is brought to you by DCU, our partners at DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union, dcu.org. You can find them all throughout Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, I believe. Yeah. So go to dcu.org and look for locations. Chris has got some numbers he'd like to read off, like we always do. So we have the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Veterans, you can press 1. Or, as always, you can text TALK, HELP, START to 741741. That's a crisis text line, 24-7. And I like to take this away from Chris because it's his favorite three numbers. Call 911 if you're in distress and you need someone immediately. And if you guys go over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hidden Battles Foundation, there is a PDF picture that's there that has a ton of other numbers. Uh, wonderful resources. If you go there, you print it out. If you're listening to you're at a business, you're at a police station, you're at a, uh, a unit, military unit, you're at a fire sta- uh, station, print it out, hang it in your report room, give it human resources. It, we, Chris has done all the hard work for everybody. Every number's there that will apply to anybody. So definitely print it out. So, Chris, you've you got to play this. This is all wonderful. Right. And it's like five minutes. We'll, we'll cut through it, and we'll break it down. It will be uh, probably, I think, three minutes total. All right. But we'll, we'll burn it into a 15-minute skit. We will. Here we go. Hello? Unit calling? No, it's not a unit calling. It's uh, some random person calling. And I was asking, hello, if anyone is there. God damn it. Uh, I was freezing my balls off. I was knocking on the doors of this fucking house, and I opened the door of the truck. I found the radio. I'm fucking freezing my balls off. I need to get home. What's your location? Uh, I don't know my location. Copy. Um, thing on the radio said something. It's the house. 2021, can you start to that location? 20, copy. Is this going to be a, like a, a really fucked up situation? This isn't a fucked up situation. It doesn't need to be fucked up. Nothing needs to be fucked up here. I knocked on the door. I, I, I walked into his truck and fucking... Fucking just trying not to be cold. I don't want a fucked up situation here. Okay, just stay where you are. Well, I'll be up. Okay. Pause that. Thank pause you. that. Listen to her voice. I like, I, you know, they always tell you, be calm on the radio, um, you know, but you can tell right there. This guy's getting locked up. It don't even matter. She could be the <laughs> nicest person. All right, stay right there. <laughs> so up. true. This is my easy so arrest. True. This is wonderful. Shame. Shame. How many times have we had police cars broken into or just opened up where... 
M4s have been stolen. Uh, equipment's been stolen. And all this guy is is just cold. Yeah. And this guy's not a criminal. This isn't like we had, um, there was a couple of in Massachusetts, uh, a couple cities down in the South Shore that actually detectives had their long rifles taken out of because they weren't locked, you know? Yeah. But I will tell you, this guy's just cold. And I, I yeah, the law is the law, but this is funny. I like this. Go on. I just found this radio, but I was just trying to not be cold, that's all. That's fine. We're going to help you out. Stay right there. Please don't arrest me. I will also tell you, his radio procedures are better than some of the people I've ever worked with radio procedures. He's to the point. He doesn't ramble. He just says, hey, I'm cold. He's giving you the story. He's not, you know, giving way too much information for the dispatcher to sit there and write down for him. I didn't do anything wrong. I, I knocked on the guy's door, fucking everything. I tried to do everything. Okay. That's fine. I told you that. We'll be right there, okay? All right, I'll help you out. Yeah, you see a ride home. I just don't know where I am. I just don't know where I am. Okay, we'll figure it out with you. All right. Don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're not even in there yet. That's the best part. I know. I, I. But I. I. What I think is great is the fact that he's just like I'm. Just cold. I just want you know. I knocked on his door. Yeah, I knocked on his door. The only thing, the only crime other than being in the nighttime, I honestly see is that he is breaking like every FCC rule. I was ever. just going to say that every every f bomb he drops, I'm thinking ten grand, ten grand, ten grand. All right, go, go on. Why to me? We're only going to help you. That's all. Cold as fuck. Maybe twenty's going off. They've got me. Should I respond to the? Uh... <laughs> How should I respond to this? Copy. <laughs> How should I respond to this? Uh... He's going he's to start responding with the point he's going to start answering them. Oh, but wait a second. I'm laughing because who does this sound like that's near and dear to our heart, Chris? It sounds like Captain Rowdy. I don't get what it is. Yeah, you're right. It does. It does. Oh, my God. I can't stop laughing. This is like it... one of the funniest things I've heard. And this is not some, you know, I, I love Polly. But this is a Polly skit, like come Absolute. to life. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. So if Polly's listening, Polly, uh, we gotta I'm gonna remake this. I'm gonna send this to him. Oh my god! I'm gonna send I'm this to him. Literally, we're both. If you could see us, we're both tearing up right now, <laughs> just laughing, because it's that funny. Keep going. Keep going. So you can just show me your hands, okay? We're gonna help you out. We're right in the driveway. Don't lie to me, he says. <laughs> okay, I'm right here. Stop swearing. All he wants to do is just get home because he's cold. Oh, my God, copy. That's the best. Step out of the vehicle with your hands up. I'm getting arrested, ain't I? No, just step out of the vehicle with your hands up. Do it now. Copy. Doing it now. I'm, I'm dying. This is like the greatest thing ever. It's amazing. We're listening to audio 
that was released this morning, um, somebody had actually got into a police car and started to use the radio and started asking for help. It was pretty much the clip of the radio transmissions. Everything after that, there wasn't uh, too much going on. But if you want to watch the uh, full video, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Hidden Battles Foundation. The YouTube video <laughs> is up there. Again, this is from Brewster, Massachusetts. Copy. <laughs> On January 31st of 2020, which is this year, I'll tell you, I've seen some, uh, and heard, being a dispatcher, some very interesting things. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I just, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm still, I'm still tearing up. I think it's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard. His radio technique is pretty decent, so he probably watched a few cop shows. I think it's great that he actually figured out how to turn it on, because there's guys that I've trained that don't know how to turn them on. No. So, but, so let's jump into some things that we've been we've been plugging and, and tagging and looking at. Um, so we've talked about therapy dogs, talked about service dogs, therapy dogs. Oh, how about this service dog? So this service dog just received a master's degree in occupational therapy from Clarkson University. For the reason it attended every single class with its human. So I think that's awesome. I think it's amazing. I think that. If a if a human's gonna sit there and, and you know endure this, I think some service dogs are probably gonna get more out of these classes than some humans. So I think that that's cool. Still going back, copy. I just copy. can't stop. Oh, I can't stop talking about it. It's the funniest thing. You know ever. what? At least he didn't say Roger. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or well, we're talking about therapy dogs. Well, what about a therapy bull? This is where's this Texas? Uh, I think so. No, I'm so, no Pella, Iowa. Oh, all right. I can see that. So, Therapy Bull inspires seniors to grab life by the horns. Yep. First off, I don't think I'd ever want to grab a bull by the horns. No. I, but is this one of those, like, pet bulls? Or this isn't the one that you, like, like PBR has, like, you know, up at southern New Hampshire or something, right? This is probably something a little safe, right? All right. So, you posted this. You shared this this morning. It's awesome. Uh, from Laconia Daily Sun from Laconia, New Hampshire. Wouldn't you, you just rattle it off quicker than I would say, I would read it. All right, so it says estimates that say that <laughs> roughly 800,000 police officers across the country, 125,000 to 150,000, uh, could be diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. It's roughly one in every six that could be diagnosed. And last year, in uh, 2019, there were 228 confirmed law enforcement suicides compared to 134 line-of-duty deaths. What do you think about that? Numbers are way too, too big. Now, keep in mind, they say confirmed. I know for a fact, I know of firefighters that they haven't confirmed with suicide. They won't even say it. Are you just about to say that? Well, you're ruining tomorrow's uh, Facebook post. Well, it's all right, because they can hear this tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> hey, you know where we should go? We should go to the high guy. Oh, uh, the hot? You know what that is. I, next right, to the so pizza what, place. So what we're talking about is, during in the middle of this podcast, we stopped. Something Something made it so that we had to stop. So what happened was we went, you know what, let's go get some lunch. We got some lunch. And while we were there, there was a woman, like a greeter at this particular restaurant we were at, who must have repeated the name of this <laughs> restaurant, like, legitimately 25 times of these two kids that were sitting there, and they were talking about karaoke. And she, like, just butted into their conversation, stood there, and repeated it over, and Chris is laughing because it was that funny. Literally, the kids are like, hey, you want to go see some karaoke tonight? And they're, like, 20-something-year-old, you know, young guys. Say, come to some karaoke tonight? And she's like, bust right in like Kool-Aid. It's like, oh, yeah, bust in. And he yells, um, and it, it rhymes with high guy. She's like, oh, you've been a high guy? They're like, oh, they have karaoke? Yeah, high guy every night. 
No, I have no idea where it was. Went up and around here. Oh, it's right down the street. You're going to go down the street and see this place of pizza place. It's high guy. It's right there. You've never been there? They're like, no, we just got here. We've never been here. Yeah, it's a high guy. Like, legitimately, to the point, Chris and I are looking at us like, will you just leave the poor kids alone? You know? <laughs> All they wanted to do was have their lunch. Yeah, just let us eat our lunch. Hi, guy. Hi, guy. She must have told them three different ways to get there. She told them the menu, everything. And she, <laughs> it's yeah, true. Literally. It's oh, true. Oh, a buffet. You know, you've never been there? Everything's on a buffet. It's a high guy. You've never been there? And it's, it's obviously it's not the high guy, but it rhymes with it. And she just kept saying it and saying it. And Chris is like, I, now he's intrigued. Uh, how is this place? I'm like, it's horrible. <laughs> I'm like, it's like it's the drunk Chinese food. It's it, not. I'm like, it came to the point that I was pretty much crying, yeah. and my cheeks hurt when I was leaving the restaurant. Yeah, and she just she wouldn't leave him alone. She left the she left the soda stand where, where I think that was her like a permanent spot. Like you're in charge of soda, and when people need a lid, you give them a lid, and you give them a straw. And you tell them how to navigate this laptop that feeds you soda in 75 different flavors. She didn't even do that. She no. stood there and she said, she hey. She stared at you. Like, she, I. Yeah. No. As I was getting my soda, she stared at me. And she's like, uh, just so you know, the lids are over there as I'm holding one. Yeah. And one's in his hand. And they're like, oh, yeah, you only need one for this drink. And I, I used an analogy earlier, but it's not friendly for the Hidden Battles podcast. So, Oh, that was great. The high guy. High guy, I'm going high guy for lunch. So yeah, let us know. You hit us up with in your comments <laughs> and let us know. Honestly, do you, does that drive you crazy when you're having a conversation? And this has happened to me before. I was in a restaurant, and this has nothing to do with hidden battles. I don't even know what we're talking about it, but it happened on hidden battles time. I was in a restaurant before. We were talking about something. This lady turns around and goes, "Sorry to put in any conversation." First of all, if you say sorry to put in your conversation, you're not sorry because you just butt in on our conversation. Yep. And she goes. I heard you talking about that. I have something that might help you. And then she brought in the book of the Lord and brought it down, dropped it on our table until we could look at it. Mm, oh. Turn around, eat your chicken nuggets, and leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to the high guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh. So yeah. So what? I, back to that. So I think um, I think that realistically, that numbers. It's obviously those are confirmed, but I think the numbers high. I think that. There's a lot more work to be done, obviously. Um, I was just looking for an article uh, recently that was put out, and I will tell you as soon as I find it. It was in Texas. There's a fire department that's training their 800. So this is a city. Fort, Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah. 950 <laughs> members. They're going to train the 950 members to recognize the signs and symptoms for suicide risk in that department. Everybody's like, yeah, that's great. It is great. Where was this? This is it's not new. This is I don't understand why it's nope. taking everybody so long. Yeah, there's still departments in the in the Commonwealth that don't have peer support units. It's true. I mean, th that's what you that's what you need, right? You have supervisors that sit there and stare at these people every morning when they come into work. Don't you think you would train them for signs and symptoms? You know, I mean, and they're not hard signs and symptoms. I mean, there's yeah. there's five easy ones. Sure. You know, I say it all the time. I'm like, there's five simple ones. There's appearance, finance, property, work performance, and whether they give a crap about their job anymore, you know? Yeah. If their absolutely. work performance is going downhill and you have a superstar who's now work performance is horrible, you should sit them down and talk to them and find out what the problem is, you know? If their were if their appearance is really going downhill and they went from being George Clooney to you know, to Pigpen, then you should probably sit down and have a talk with them. You know, if they're starting to give away all their stuff, you should probably have a talk with them, you know? 
it's just stuff like that. You know, if, if they're going through a nasty depor- divorce, sit down and talk to them. That's simple. It, that's why they're called first-line supervisors, right? Sure. But I just, ah, it baffles me. It baffles me. And there's, other, there's departments out there where we tell them we can come in. We have a program. Come in, sit down with you. We'll give you the signs and symptoms. No, we're good. Okay. Chris is shaking his head a lot. He's still, I think we haven't done a podcast in a while, so he, he keeps forgetting we're not video and audio. And Yeah, exactly. So just shaking his head. Well, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm going back to the numbers you gave. So 800,000 police officers, one in every six, so that makes it uh, roughly 115 to 125,000 mm-hmm. yeah. um, police officers have some type of PTSD or suicidal tendencies. So that's one in every six uh, for new math people. It took me quite a while this morning to get that number out. Um, but that was on the police department. On the fire department, I just uh, Googled 2019 suicides for fire fighters. Yeah. I haven't been able to hit an exact number. I've seen everything from 73 to the highest number I saw was 115. I'm going to say it's 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 up in the 115s because I know of three suicides that haven't been reported. And that number, is, I believe, is brought to us by the fire... The Firefighters Mental Health Alliance. Yep, that's right? the, that's yeah. the website. And so those guys, and there's a there's an individual that we're in contact with out there, and we found out that there was a fire office, a firefighter who was out in Western Mass had taken his life, and he was a friend of, you know, a friend, and we had called and said, hey, we had another one, and I told him the town, he's like, yeah, we haven't heard from them, we haven't heard that, so think of how many. You know, I, I say it all the time. We're not that unique, right? Yeah, exactly. Think of how many times that people, because there's still a stigma of like, you know, they'll people will say oh, something else happened, you know, died suddenly, yep. you know, and what they'll do is they'll say that. So what happens is that and never report it. So I'm going to say that 115s, that's low. Okay. This is going to be posted on our Hidden Battles Facebook page tomorrow on a Longview, Washington. So the Rudiman Foundation. Love them. Yep. They, uh show firefighters are more likely to die by suicide than in the line of duty. So this is um, a little outdated data. It's from 2017, but this article was just published and whatnot by them. The study found that in 2017, there were at least 103 re- reported firefighter suicides nationwide. By comparison, 93 died in the line of duty. So that's 2017. Yeah. So I'm going to say significantly we've gone up in the suicides and yep. down in the line of duty deaths from the info that I've mm. seen. Departments estimate only 40% of these suicides are actually reported. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, think of it. We, You have one police officer who's killed in the line of duty, right? Everybody loses their minds. And, and I do, rightfully so. We just had a local police officer who was just um, yep. killed down in Virginia, and, and that was like, it, and it's devastating. But then when it comes to the suicide thing, it's like the only people I've ever heard who actually come out and say, hey, it was suicide. We need to do something about it was Nashua PD when yeah. they lost their captain. You know, and it's just I don't know. I, I just I wish that it was we spent more time on trying to do prevention and then trying not to hide the fact so that other people say, hey, you know what? I need to get help. And I think that I should get help. And that article you're talking about um, where the estimates were for the 800,000 police officers out of Laconia Daily Sun, that quotes the Nashua police chief. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Um, and Nashua, hence it's a New Hampshire newspaper, Nashua, the police chief says, it's more important to me to get the message out that what you're going through is normal and there are people to talk to. There's no stigma 
no career implications for asking for help. And that's from the Nashua Police Chief Michael Kerrigan. Uh, and this is after one of their captains um, killed himself last fall. Yeah, he had gone out to um, Seattle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That it, and it is. It's tragic. I just. I honestly think that I, I know that there are some states that are starting to link suicide to line of duty death, and they're yeah. categorizing them the same way. And I believe that that you know if you, you can link it back there, I absolutely I agree with it 100. percent I've said that all the time. Sure. You know. You know, it's it's all about the type of calls that you might get or what might trigger it. So, you know, if you have young kids of your own and you go to a call where you might be doing CPR on a young child or you go to a very bad accident and, you know, let's just say, God forbid, that that child's not yeah. there anymore. And think about it. Every time you go to a call, and, and you, a lot of guys are working in the towns they, they grew up in. It's true. Every time you go to a call, it's your neighbor's house. It's someone you knew, someone you grew up with or whatever. I mean... And that's the way it is. It's just, it's, of course, it's going to be traumatizing. Some people process it better than other people. Sure. You know, and it's, it is just the way that mind works. But, I mean, there should be people who recognize these signs if you don't recognize them yourself. Sometimes when we do our, our talks, our peer support talks, and we start saying this, this, this is a sign of depression, and then people look at each other like, holy crap, I got that. Yeah. No, because people just don't think that. And it, it is what it is. And it's not, you know, you're not clinically depressed where, you know, you need to be put away. It's the fact that, you know what, yeah. You have it and do something about it, you know? You know, I ended up, um, before I met you, I was like, oh, I totally want to be a police officer in this town, so on and so forth, on where I grew up. And it just, uh, then I got to thinking, I'm like, what if I have to go to a call at my parents' house? Or what if I have to go to a call at, uh, you know, a childhood friend? How would I actually deal with that? I'm like, oh, it'd be kind of cool because I'll actually know the people, but. Yeah, God it's, forbid. It's a tragic thing. Like, you you know, you want to help people. That's why you take the job. You're not taking the job because you're going to get rich. You're not going to get rich doing this job. No. If you do, you're, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Which is right, but wrong. I don't know. Um, so, Do you know what, ten, yeah. what happened 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I know. All right. Copy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that probably 30, 40 more times. Yeah. If you want to listen to guys to the uh, entire clip again go to our uh, facebook page or go to youtube it's on the hyannis i think it's the hyannis times or whatever that local it's honestly go to youtube and type in brewster massachusetts police january 31st 2020 and you'll probably get the uh get the clip it's i i it's probably the funniest thing i saw but i will tell you though and we're gonna keep going back to it the guy's radio technique other than swearing is actually not that bad no and even then i posted it to my personal facebook page and some guys that i work with ended up saying oh this is awesome and his radio technique's great my response back was it's better than some of the guys i currently Mm -hmm. work with yeah what now now you're in the process of of looking to become a full-time police officer and i tell you stuff all the time and and one of the best pieces of advice i'm going to tell you is this always know where you are and always know what you're going to say before you key the damn mic so you know that ptt on the side yeah. Of the mic. Know what it stands for? Push to talk, not push to think. <laughs> I love the, uh, yeah, I'm going to be out in, um, um, I'm going to be out with, um, it's like, well, where are you? You should have known that when you made the stop, Ding Dong. Yeah, you know, it it happens. And and just make sure you know which road goes north and south and east and west. Yeah. I had that the other day, and I'm like, you're not even <laughs> remotely close to where you said you are. Because this kid's giving me a location that he thinks he's in Methuen, which is a local town in Massachusetts. Methuen, a city? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Methuen's a city. Okay, you're right. Yeah. And uh, the actual location he gave me was something that was down in the Cape. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. All right. Yeah, yeah because... It's a road that, yeah. first off, runs north to south, not mm-hmm. east to west. Yeah. And um, the exit number he gave was literally in the Cape. Yeah. I'm going to be out in Methuen at the Carver exit. Yeah, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, maybe, you should, maybe we should have that guy just copy just go down there and give him. He should have come in and he should give radio technique. Oh. It, it would be nice. And then w- people listen to the podcast and they're probably like, "You guys should know what you're talking about before you get on the microphone." So that's it, one it, thing. That's one thing I definitely think that they should probably do in the police academy. Yeah, more radio procedures. More radio procedures. Um, the military has one. Yeah, we have a whole class on it. Yeah. The best. Now I will tell you, the worst person I've ever heard on a microphone was a comms guy oh. in the Marines. Yeesh. Worst guy ever. And that's what we used to say. We're like, weren't you a radio operator in the Marines? He's like, yeah. Like, you are horrible on the radio. He would, he was that guy. He's like, I'm going to be out with, you know, mass, blah, 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 blah. Um, stand by for location. And you're waiting. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm between. And you're like, well, wait a minute. You're like, where are you? And thank God for the AVLs, the automatic vehicle locators. Yeah. Where the dispatch could go. Yeah, I'm looking now. He's over at the corner of Oak, Oak Street, right? Oak Street, and that's where he is. So you're like, oh, all right, and you get there, and he's like, oh, I don't know. I was just so focused on stopping the guy. Well, you should have looked around, you know. Before you activate your blue lights, try to figure out yeah. where you are. Do it someplace safe. Now go to patrol procedures next week. Thanks, you know. Yeah. You know. But uh, <laughs> now so. that we've gone a little bit off topic here, <laughs> copy that. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. Very true. So golden gloves, you missed those. We've been doing uh, Lowell, City of Lowell has golden gloves. Uh, for all of you who are listening to us outside of Massachusetts, golden gloves are like amateur, um, kind of like the, the guys and girls next door boxing uh, clinics. It's, it's kind of like where guys like Mickey Ward, for instance, yeah. who uh, is a, a legend around here, and he's a legend in the boxing world. But if you're not from like Massachusetts or in this area and you're not a boxing fanatic, you're not really going to know who Mickey Ward is. But... Mickey started out there, and it's really, it's like boxing clubs around the area, and they put them in in weight classes, and they box, but it, it's a good time, and we've uh, we've been going there and, you know, making contacts and stuff, but it's actually, that's a good time. Yeah, I went there, uh, I think, one or two fights last year. Yeah. Um, haven't been yet this year, hoping to go Thursday. Nice. Yeah, we'll, we'll be there Thursday. If uh, you listen to the podcast, the first 15... First responders are veterans that come up and find us at the entrance and say to us, hmm, what should they say to us so we can give them a free pass? Hey, you told me to come find you on the battle cast. No, I, I think they should come up to us, just look at us and say, copy. Either copy or say, hi, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. If you come up to us, just look at me and say, hi, guy, or copy. Then we're going to give you a free entry into the uh, the Golden Gloves next Thursday night, which is Law Enforcement and Military Appreciation Night. Yep. So that's the fifth. Is it the fifth? Yes, the Thursday fifth? the fifth. Okay. So yeah, keep that in mind. That's one of the things that we're going to be doing. Um, but yeah, we have a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to be starting. But oh my god, I this just it, this just I w- we had so much that we were going to talk about today, and my mind is blown just by high guy and copy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so we're going to be working on having a couple um, authors, uh, veteran authors, Navy SEALs coming on re- uh, soon 
Uh, one of them is going to be Tom Shea. He's wrote a book called Unbreakable, and he actually just is releasing Unbreakable 2 now. Yep. Um, it sounds almost like a breakdance movie. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're also uh, we're in the works with uh, Mike Day. Mike Day is a senior master chief, Navy SEAL, who was shot 27 times at once. Like, not like in his career. Like, he kicked in the door, four insurgents were waiting for him, and they shot him 27 times. And he's still alive to tell about it, folks. And he killed them, took a grenade blast, was knocked out, got up, walked to the helo after committing the mission. So we're going to have him on. He's going to talk about that. And this guy is a real humble, he's a rock star, he's a great guy. Um, We've met a bunch of his comrades through Swim at the Mission and the Navy SEAL Museum and Bad and Canine and their their Canine for Warriors program. So... He's going to be coming up. We have uh, a firefighter who's battled cancer. Yeah. Um, she's going to come on. We have uh, Polly's going to come back. Captain Rowdy's going to come back. Yeah, we're going to have Even though I, I'm telling you, that was when Captain Rowdy gets released from the Brewster Police Department, <laughs> he'll be back on. Because <laughs> I am telling you, that is him. I'm going I'm, I, it's going to be, I guarantee. We, we can tell you it's not just because. No, no, we're picking you know. on him. But we haven't had him on. We have David Ball coming on. Yeah. David's going to talk about his swim at the mission. Uh, stuff. He's also going to talk about running and how running's helped him. Uh, we just had another cooking class. We had some new people come in. Woo woo! Oh, Michelle's doing two cooking classes for February. Tour of Italy. Uh, tour of Ireland. Oh. So yeah, we're going to do a, an afternoon and we're going to do an evening one. So it's just it, they're getting too big, and we want to help as many people as we possibly can. So yeah. it's really going to have one from like noon to four, and then from five. Oh, sorry, 6 o'clock to 9. Or nine. Or yeah, seven. so that'll be good, too. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I believe that's February 22nd. So, yeah, a, a bunch of good stuff. Uh, if you hear anything that you want us to research and talk about, let us know. Uh, this one's actually, this is only short. It's like only 30 minutes so far. But you know what? The, sometimes short, short's pretty good. As I, you know. This vacation driving to work, you know. Yeah, it's tons of people, new people coming on to the podcast, tons of new, uh, stuff coming up, the arch program, yoga, meditation, Oh, uh, rocking, kayaking, fly fishing, archery. Couple shooting nights, not together though. <laughs> we have uh, we have a police officer, well, actually two police officers that are both firearms instructors. They're going to come. They're going to give the safety course to uh, husband and wife, well, wife and wife, you and your significant other. Uh, you'll get a piece of paper that says you're certified to apply for your license to carry in Massachusetts, and then they're going to go to the range that night. Learn how to shoot from two firearms inspectors or instructors, which will be good because it's not your husband or wife telling you how to shoot. Because quite honestly, I've seen husbands and wives shoot on the job, and you don't want to listen to them because they're just not that good. But these two guys are really good. They're lights out guys. One's a SWAT guy. One's a canine guy. And yeah. So yeah. So we have that coming up also. A bunch of good stuff, Cody. We do. We do. But you know what? If you want all these updates and don't want to keep on waiting for the podcast to come out, check out our Facebook page. That's probably the main source of information for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook.com slash Hidden Battles Foundation. Just there's stuff posted on there daily, mm-hmm. multiple times. We try to post maybe two to three times a day. Sometimes it's a little bit more. It really depends. But uh, yeah, and everything we talk about, the links are easily the links of the articles are pushed onto our Facebook page, so you can read more about them. This is kind of just like the Reader's Digest of you Spark know, what Notes. We are finding. Yeah, is that still uh, a thing, Spark Notes? I don't know. I'd say Reader's Digest, and nobody knows what the hell that is anymore. Mm-hmm. That's like Polly didn't know what a map book was. Oh, what? Yeah, the Rand McNally map book. What is wrong with him? Yeah, well, he's, he's my age. Yeah, 
And he didn't know what it was? He's a technology kid. I don't know. He just, we, I, we were talking and we did that little goofy skit. I am too, but I didn't have. to go through his phone. But. I am too, but I didn't have cable growing He's up. He's a Boston kid too. I don't understand how you don't know what a map is. That's all you, like, that's literally how you get around Boston. Yeah. It's yeah, not just exactly. walk because, you know, God forbid you go down the wrong street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to have Paula on. Paula Shannon A. Peters, who's running the Boston oh, Marathon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Us, which is pretty cool. We're going to talk to her. We're going to put a link up, so if you guys want to donate to her. Um, I'm hoping to work the finish line this year. Every time I plan on going to the Boston Marathon, it pours. And I think it's me. Hmm. Yeah, don't go then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just trick people at the last second. Just like, ah, I'm coming, you know. I don't know. Because the last time we went, it poured. Like, last year's was horrible. It was cold. Yeah, and it poured. But I was, I was uh, also, like, 75 feet underground. Mm. You know, me and my sister, we walked down to watch Dave Mansfield run. Oh, that's back. right. Yep. And it, we were... We were outside of the um, Natick Fire Department, and it was downpouring torrentially. And then, because firefighters were so nice there, they sold us a hot dog, a bag of chips, and a soda for three bucks, and wouldn't let us into the empty <laughs> fire station where the fire trucks weren't to sit in the bay and eat them. It was nice of them. Oh. Yeah. Huh. But they had a DJ in there and karaoke, so <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Was that from the high guy? <laughs> yeah, from the high guy. You know, that place right down the street. <laughs> yeah, by the pizza so, place. Yeah, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. But, you know, I, cops wouldn't let anybody in and eat that. So, well. But, yeah, so every time I go down there, it pours. So. But, you know, when you went to the Bruins Parade. I worked. Uh, no, I didn't work that one. No, this one that you just went with Marissa. Oh, yeah. No, Patriots we did. Oh, it was Patriots. Yeah, yeah, Patriots. the weather was awesome. It was like. 55, 60 degrees out. Yeah, I told you the good spot to go. You did. You told me a really good spot. I actually went a little further down than where you told me and found the perfect place to stand. So. I still got you a good spot. You did. You you sent me in the right direction. You know. So yeah, no, that's, I think that's pretty much it. So like we said, hit us up on all social medias. Send us an email. Info at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. Uh, you can hit up Chris at chris at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org or Scott at hiddenbattlesfoundation.org. Uh, you can find us... Uh, if you can't find us on Instagram, Facebook, I don't even know how you're listening to us then. Yeah, Spotify, yeah, iTunes. Spotify, yeah, iTunes. I don't know, but, uh, you know, guys, all the uh, info, all the phone numbers for resources, for helplines, all available on the Facebook page. There's a great PDF, as Scott said earlier. Uh, print it out. If you're on a police department, fire department, EMS, dispatch, throw it in your centers, throw it in your departments. Uh, it's Tons of great resources out there. So we'll leave you with the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Veterans, if you press number one, you will get somebody who is a veteran as well. I did find that out. And uh, you can text TALK, HELP. If you text anything to 741741, it will go to a crisis text line, which is 24-7, where you can text with a counselor or my favorite three numbers, 911. There you go. And if you go to the National Suicide Prevention website, if you just Google National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, they also have a live chat that you can talk to somebody that's completely confidential as well. So, guys, uh, thanks for listening to the Battlecast, and we will catch you soon. Scott? Oh, hey, just one more thing. Thanks to DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union, for sponsoring and being our partner on this, and that's pretty much it. All right, enjoy, everybody. Tomorrow's February. What?